You're listening to the Packernet Podcast Network. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. We all have smartphones, and we all know they're pretty amazing. But they also can be amazingly distracting, especially when we're around other people. So U.S. Cellular wants us to reset our relationship with our phones by putting down our phones for five. That's right, a company that sells phones wants us to put down our phones. And to see what we find, learn more at uscellular.com forward slash built for us. In the hobby, it's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks. We get all hyped up thinking we're going to get some high-value Jordan Love card, but with zero transparency on available cards and hit rates, it's all just a shot in the dark. Until now. Introducing Slab Packs from ArenaClub.com, the only repack that provides real value, a complete view on all possible cards, and clear hit rates for each one. Now when I buy Slab Packs on Arena Club, it finally feels like I know what I'm getting. And honestly, the best thing for me and my son is the fact that we're kind of novices into this. When I walk into a card shop with my son, and a card says it costs $40, kind of just taking his word for it that that's a good value. So I appreciate the transparency on grading, as well as just getting excited about seeing what you could potentially get. Right now, you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash packdaddy. Wow, that's crazy offer. 10% off a $400 slab pack. That's 40 bucks right there. Anyways, that's arenaclub.com slash packdaddy for 10% off your first purchase. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. This is the Daily Cheese, your Green Bay Packers news update. Brought to you by Packernet.com, powered by Overtime Media, in association with the Packernet Podcast. I am your host, J.J. Leahy. Well, the big news yesterday was that Arizona Governor Doug Ducey announced that, effective immediately, he was shutting down the state for 30 days. 29 days into that shutdown would be July 28th. That's when training camps are supposed to start for the NFL. There's no huge reason to be alarmed yet, but many fans are starting to get concerned that coronavirus might, in fact, end up placing huge burdens on the NFL schedule. An inside source did tell ESPN's Adam Schefter last week that the league does have every intention of starting on schedule. Some states are certainly much more likely to be affected than others, and there has been discussion that some teams from harder-hit areas may, in fact, have to play their home games in a different state. In most years, right around now is when the Packers are announcing their training camp schedules. But right now, there's too much uncertainty over how camps will operate. Head coach Matt LaFleur said that he already has four different schedules put together dependent on circumstances. Quote, You've just got to be fluid. You've got to be flexible. But that's just the circumstances that we're faced. 
There's no use in complaining about it. You've just got to make the best of the situation. One player who's exceptionally eager to get back to camp, running back Aaron Jones, who told Colin Cowherd that he's had a bad taste in his mouth ever since the brutal loss to the San Francisco 49ers in the NFC Championship game. Aaron shared that along with a massive chip on his shoulder, he's been working harder than ever and said he's in even better shape than he was this time last year. Remember, a year ago, he showed up to training camp in much better condition than he had been previously. He had cut weight and built muscle by changing his diet. Many fans, including myself, were hopeful that being in better shape would reduce injuries. And in fact, Aaron was able to play in every single game in the regular and postseason. He was obviously a powerhouse on offense, with a nose for the end zone, and became Aaron Rodgers' top target when Devontae Adams missed time due to a turf toe injury. Listen in as Aaron talks about his relationship with with Aaron Rodgers, continuing his interview with Colin Coward. But it's interesting, if you go back to your very first year there, again, it looked like you and Aaron connected on some level. He trusted you. Take me back to your first year with Aaron. Um, I wouldn't even say demanding. I would say he just expects you to be professional. He knows what everybody else is doing on the field, from every receiver to offensive lineman to running back to what the O-line call is and what blitz is coming. So he expects you just to know your job so the office can run smoothly. So that's the only ex- expectation he puts on you. So um, he's a great leader, a great teammate. And uh, he just he, – he, he has an eye for guys who are ready to come in and work and about their business. Um, and that's what I did. I just came in and was about my business, put my head down and worked. And um, in practice, just kept gaining his trust, trying to make as many plays as I could in practice. So – when it did come game time, he he knew um, he could trust me or call my number. So when was the first moment in camp or a game that you knew, I'm going to make this team, that I'm going to be an NFL football player? Um, when Devontae Adams came up to me and he was like, we had drafted three backs at the time um, in my class, and he comes up to me and say, hey, you're my dark horse. Uh, don't so many people on the team got you as uh, winning the competition, but I got you and uh, coming from him, I mean, like, man, this is our one of the best receiver. This is our best receiver on the team, one of the best receivers in the league. And he's telling me this. He sees something in me. And then um, when I stepped on the field, I think it was week four against uh, Chicago my, to take my first offensive snap. Uh, A-Rod told me, I'm one of your biggest fans in this organization. Uh, you got your opportunity now. Make the most of it. And I just took those words and I ran with it because, like he said, you when you get your opportunity, you have to make the most of it because you never know when the next opportunity will come. For more in-depth analysis and a look at Packers strategy, make sure you're subscribed to the Packernet podcast, hosted by the Pack Daddy, Ryan Schlipp. Keep up on all the Green Bay Packers news by going to Packernet.com and follow the Packernet podcast on Facebook. My name is JJ Leahy, and this has been your daily Green Bay Packers update. Support for this podcast comes from Overtime Media.